You're listening to When Love Shows Up, weekly reflections on God's presence. I'm Philip Duvall, the rector of the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer in Cincinnati, Ohio. Thank you for joining us. I became an Episcopalian because of a farmer's market. In my early 20s, I was living in Venice Beach, California, and I would go with my friends to a nearby farmer's market on Sunday mornings. To be clear, I was broke and could not afford to buy anything there, but it was free to walk around and people watch and hang with my friends, so I found myself there often. One time, they were holding open auditions for a commercial, so I tried out and ended up booking it, my one and only commercial job. Another time, I ran into a comedian I liked and spoke to with him for a bit. Neither of these things are why I became an Episcopalian. During this time, I had recently decided to start going to church again for the first time in seven years. I left church when I was in high school. After realizing that my denomination's teachings on sexuality were incompatible with my beliefs to the degree that I no longer belonged there. That's a very fancy way of saying I had gay family members and wasn't going to go to a church where they weren't accepted. So I left church altogether. You might wonder why I didn't just go to another church. I didn't really understand that that was an option. The church of my upbringing taught the Christian faith in such a way that when I disagreed with them, I didn't think I was disagreeing with a denomination or a congregation, but with Christianity as a whole. So when that church became incompatible, my assumption was that I wasn't really allowed to be Christian anymore not without living a lie. So I abandoned church. But I did not abandon belief. I wrestled with my own understanding of God constantly. Was God really loving? Really good? Really powerful? Really real? Was it all in my head? Is God just the security blanket that keeps me from acknowledging the cold, harsh reality of the uncaring universe? As I've written about before, I had a conversion experience when I was 20. In a moment that has shaped the rest of my life, I realized that I believed in God, whether I wanted to or not. And regardless of the plausibility or lack thereof, I realized I believed in Jesus, in the Holy Spirit, in the resurrection of the dead, and the life everlasting but I still didn't know what to do with all that. Because my beliefs on sexuality hadn't changed back to what they'd been before. What's more, by this point, I had befriended all sorts of non-Christians, and I just plain didn't believe they were going to go to hell. So here I was, believing in Jesus, but even further from the faith of my childhood than I had been before. And... I wasn't sorry about it. I should have felt like a heretic, right? But I didn't at all, like at all. I, I, I felt like someone who was figuring out how to be faithful for the first time. So I picked up my Bible again from time to time. I read a couple of Christian books. I was on a subway in Boston 
reading Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. And I remember feeling like Lewis was reaching through the page and shaking me, saying, if you're going to believe in this crazy stuff, your life better look like you mean it. Shortly thereafter, I moved to Los Angeles, which was about an hour from where I grew up, and I started going to this farmer's market on Sundays. I wanted to be a Christian, but I didn't know how. Now, some people say you can, you can just be Christian on your own terms and all by yourself. And hey, maybe they're right. My experience has been otherwise. Community is central to this Christian faith. To me, it would be like saying, hey, you can be married on your own terms and all by yourself. It became clear to me that I wasn't going to be able to just believe in Jesus all by myself. I was going to have to try to find a church that I could stand and that could stand me because I wanted my life to look like I meant it. I decided to give the farmer's market a break and go to church, but the idea of finding a new church was overwhelming. So, and I'm not kidding, I just started driving back to my hometown and taking my grandma to our old church. Yeah, the one I had left, the one I didn't know what to do with. I knew the first Sunday that it wasn't my place anymore. But I kept going for a couple months anyway. I still loved the pastor there very much. I still love him now very much. And I loved my grandma. Sometimes I'd come down the night before and do my laundry at her house. and Then my clean clothes would smell like her cigarettes for a week. We'd sit in the same pew as when I was growing up. The people who remembered me seemed happy to see me. When the offering plate came around, my grandma would slip me a $5 bill so I wouldn't be empty-handed. She always did it without making eye contact like we were dealing in contraband. But it wasn't my church anymore. And it wasn't going to be. I wasn't angry or bitter. I just didn't belong there. So one Sunday I skipped and I slept in and I called up my buddies to see who was going to the farmer's market. Well, they were all sleeping in that day too and they didn't want to go at all. And I was definitely not going to go by myself. So I resigned myself to a quiet morning. A few minutes later, my roommate peeked his head into my room now, he and I were friendly enough, but not really friends. We rarely hung out, and we certainly didn't go places together. But he said, hey, I'm thinking of going to the farmer's market. You want to go? So there I was, back at the farmer's market, not buying anything. My roommate ran into some friends and was talking with them. I didn't feel like meeting anyone, so I wandered over to look at some honey I couldn't afford. But I could only feign interest for so long, and, and he wasn't moving on. So I went back, and I got introduced to people, and I started up the small talk. Now, you know how sometimes you're making small talk with someone you barely know, 
and then they offer up more personal information than you expected? Well, that's me. I am the overly personal person. So I said to this woman I barely knew, well, I haven't been to the farmer's market in a while because I've been taking my grandma to church, but I skipped today. This, my friends, is not the way to sound cool as a 20-something in Los Angeles. But somehow, miraculously, she replied, oh, that's funny. I'm usually at church too, but I skipped today. What church do you go to? I mumbled something about how it wasn't really my church anymore and I needed to figure that out. And she said she was Episcopalian. I said I'd heard good things about them. Her next words were, and I have come to realize, her next words were the most Episcopal evangelism ever uttered. She said, I don't usually do this, but there's a new class starting up next week. I think you'd like it. Would you consider coming? Friends, I was horrified. Horrified. I did not know this woman. She was a friend of a friend of my half-friend. And she was inviting me to a class at her church? Are you kidding? Wait, did she just say there was free dinner there? What day is the class again? Next week, I want to tell you about what happened when I showed up to that class and about how not only was the dinner free, but there were cookies too. But for today, I still marvel at the confluence of events that brought me into this church, this Episcopal branch of the Jesus movement. A year later, someone asked me how I had found the church and I told them this story. And they replied, oh, so you didn't find the church. It found you. And they were right. This has been When Love Shows Up, a podcast of the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer. From Cincinnati, Ohio, the Queen of the Midwest, the crown jewel of the Buckeye State, this is Philip Duvall. Remember, you are blessed and you are a blessing. Thank you for listening.